0: That's the sound of Zog and my feet stomping through the gravel on our way to witness the 80-second running of the Le Mans 24 Hours. The unmistakable sound of motorsport fans and the French commentary at Le Mans Zog and I have finally found a position where we're going to watch the start of the race from we are in fact if you know Le Mans from the rise the gentle right-hander which leads to the left and right at the Dunlop Bridge we are almost directly opposite the Dunlop Grandstand on the other side of the road and somewhat bizarrely we've rendezvoused with people who are in the tent next to us we had a conversation last night where do you reckon a good place to watch the stars oh about here and we arrive blindly and they're standing in front of us so who's going to win
1: something with four wheels oh, no. <laughs> I'm shouting for the number 8 car with Davison and the number 20 with Weber in LMP1 GTE I'd like to see Magnussen in the Corvette I yep. think take the win I'm not so bothered about LMP2 at the moment to be honest they're my picks not sure whether they're the favourites or not but Toyota have got to be favourites surely But I've
0: said know. it out loud before but I think the way to win Le Mans you need pace because it's a 24 hour sprint these days it's not just an endurance race but you also need the wherewithal to compete. You need the data and you need the experience. Now, Audi have the experience but they don't seem to have the pace this year. Toyota have the pace and have learned over the last three years and have gathered data. Porsche have an enormously quick car but they don't have the data yet. So, Reason says Toyota are the favourites, in my opinion.
1: Sure, but in a couple of hours' time it'll be much clearer where we really stand yep. and uh, what the true base of the cars are. Once we're we'll a couple of stints in and maybe we start to get a, a better feel for how the cars really run in race conditions, yeah, at that point it becomes a little bit clearer.
0: Let me tell the listeners who we've chosen. You've named your top cars. I'm supporting Anthony Davidson, Nicola Lapierre and Sebastian Buemi in the number 8 Toyota. That's my choice. I'm also watching what Luca Degrassi, Luke Duval, sorry, it's no longer Luke Duval, he's been replaced by Martin Genet because yep. of his excellence, and Tom Christensen in the number 1 Audi, because we love Tom. In LMP2, I know you're finding it difficult to choose, it's easy for me. I like Roman Rusinov, because he's one of the few racing drivers who actually follows me on Twitter. He's driving the G-Drive Oak Racing car to Morgan Nissan in LMB2. So, Roman Rusinov, Oliver Pla and Julien Canal, that's the number 26 car. And the number 35 car, which is the Oak Racing Ligier Nissan, which is very quick. A closed cockpit LMB2 car. Yeah. I'm supporting it because Alex Brundle is in there, and I know his dad, and Jan Mardenborough, who's technically a Welshman, brought up in South Wales, of a very multi British family. When he speaks, you can hear he's a bit Cardiff. Jan, who came up through the Missing Academy programme, and the third driver is Mark, <laughs> I've got to say this very carefully, Shushitsky. Yes, Shushitsky. Well done. He's it's hot and we like him another Russian also I'm watching Karen Chandock in the Murphy prototypes number 40 oh here are the cars there they go the dummy grid they go round for the warm up lap wow we are inches from them. the Rebellions look lovely they're bright red and they stand out they're so visibly different to the Audi's and the Porsches which are a little difficult to tell apart because they're both chiefly white and black when you see them in the circuit but the two rebellions look lovely and there's the Nissan Zeon I didn't get there the Nissan Zeon arguably the most exciting car here I love the idea that it's running on a little three-cylinder engine that's going to attempt in the early parts of the race to won. Entire 14 kilometre lap of Le Mans with it's electric power only. Isn't that lovely, the sound of the 911s and the Ferraris revving up as they go through the Dunlop Bridge. This is the first time I've actually seen the cars in daylight. We've only seen them in the dark up to now and it goes quiet when we walked up Zog they were playing Le Marseille. we arrived during the anthems and the French national anthem gives me goosebumps I'm not French but the French invented motorsport and that is in many ways one of my culture's So when I hear the French anthem, I think
1: that's the anthem of motorsport. And it was a good, hearty rendition. It's it's quite moving hearing the crowd belting out the Marseille. And they did belt it out, didn't they, this year? It was lovely. All right, off they
0: go round the circuit. The next time the cars come past, they'll be racing. Gareth Jones on speed at Le Mans 2014. As the cars gather speed and assemble for the racing start of Le Mans 2014... Just to let you know, the other cars I'm interested in, I mentioned the Nissan z that's driven by Lucas Ordone, Wolfgang Reipp, and Satoshi Motoyama, who got the drive on the strength of the effort he put in trying to repair two years ago's... The Delta Wing.
1: Delta Wing. He worked like an absolute Trojan to do that. And this was really in the spirit of the race. There's less of it in the modern era, maybe, but the number of times in the past drivers have... Put in heroic efforts to cobble together a repair on a badly damaged car to at least get it back to the pit so that it can then be worked on. Yeah, that's that's a real part of this race. race. Yeah, that so doesn't in Formula guy. One, does it? That no. sort of thing.
0: No. So respect to him. In GTM, I'm interested in Sam Bird, who I've raced against it? Yeah, in um, the Johnny Herbert me um, too. I mean, I'm, I'm Karting Challenge. He's driving the number 81 AF Course Ferrari 458 Italia, and I know Zog will have an eye on. Patrick Dempsey in the number 77 Dempsey Racing Proton
1: Porsche 911 RSR that's right yep they're my two picks for GTM
0: I'm also watching Johnny Mollum again someone who I know quite well so he's in the number 53 Ram Racing 458 Italia so he is the number one car in that category at the moment if he wins I'll be made up if Sam Bird wins I'll be astonished because that's his first Le Mans in GT Pro Darren Turner Stefan Mucker and Bruno Senna, who's a lovely guy in the number
1: 97 Aston Martin race in Vantage GTE yeah which again I'm also keen to see that I want to be backing one of the Aston Martins yeah, right, right. GT Pro as well so you back whatever. everyone who takes part in this race really yeah, and that's you, have, what this you race have to back a couple of cars or a couple of drivers a little
0: bit more than the others they're playing Altos Max Fuster I think in the background yes they are I've got two sets of headphones on you see In one, I'm hearing the commentary, and in the other, I'm hearing the uh, recording of this very programme. This is great. I'm now standing in the sand, right up against the fencing, surrounded by blokes, mainly in combat trousers, shorts, wearing T-shirts and baseball caps with the name of a race team on them, all holding up their telephones and videoing the cars as they go past, as one of my favourite pieces of music in the universe plays. I love 2001 so much I named my son after one element of that film, or one of my sons. There you go, I always get a bit emotional at the start of Le Mans. <laughs> it's funny Well, the combination of that piece of music and this epic race does for me. It is, on a cheat watch, almost exactly three o'clock. And they're off. And they're away. It's quiet at the moment. We can't hear the cars, but they're about to approach. You'll hear them. I'll go quiet. Listen to this. Le Mans 2014 at Racing Speeds! that bit bit that you get as they go into the listen listen in the background off they vanish through tête rouge the hair stands up on your arms we've been to Le Mans what 10 times in 12 years Zog Say again? We've been to Le Mans 10 times in 12 years. Uh, I
1: haven't been every time that you've been. I've been, I think, six times in the okay. last twelve years. But we've been coming for a very long time now. Yeah. And that start, that's about as good as it gets in motorsports. You never get used to it, do that's you? a great moment. Now, it's a fa- fabulous witness when you see them at full chat for the first time. A day or so on site of build-up and anticipation to get you keyed up for it.
0: You actually, once the race has started, you relax. You settle into it. Your whole pace and... Psychology changes. I think I've been almost out of it, unable to focus on the race. There's so much to do. We're on Le Mans time now. That's what it is. I knew there was a rational explanation. A At Le Mans, 2014. Oh. The cheers for Toyotas as they go past. Dan Strong, who I've known for a long time. Dan, how good does that feel, seeing those two blue cars for you at the front of this
1: race? It's a great thing. I think the interesting thing about the Toyota team is that they're obviously not arriving here with the same resource and budget as perhaps some of the others with Audi and Porsche. But to see both of the cars at the front of the team, vindication of the strategy that they've chosen. It's a technology
0: race Le Mans these days you have to be right at the sharp end of energy recovery and hybrid systems Toyota are well placed to do well in this game now aren't they
1: well everyone hopes so there's a long way to run yet but we're into the first few laps of the race so who knows but certainly the system that they're running is deemed by many people as one of the most effective let's hope it works for
0: 24 hours fingers crossed The race and really sad devastatingly sad news that the Nissan Zod is the first retirement dog. Did you hear that?
1: Yeah, I've just heard that. Seems like the gearbox went. Yeah. Which is Ironic,
0: really. It's nothing to do with the electronics, nothing to do with the battery system or that little three-cylinder motor. It's the gearbox, which all the cars have.
1: Yeah, I'm not quite sure about the detailed design of it, but I'd have thought, yeah, it's basically a rather more traditional bit of the car, not one of the more cutting-edge bits yeah, of the elements. Design. Yeah, I, having said that, you know, I, I don't know whether they were doing something very clever with the gearbox as well. Maybe. Uh, I think everything that goes on in that circuit is clever these days in all the cars. But a great shame anyway we'd have liked to have seen that running on through the night and yeah. the finish. it
0: looked great when we saw it in qualifying that rear vertical fin that it has They light the whole thing with a sort of a purple vertical LED. Yeah. (laughs) It looked lovely at night. At least we saw it at night, and at least we saw it at racing speeds. That's something, it's true. But Nissan are still very much in the race, supplying the engines for the vast majority of the LMB2 field, and next year. Nissan are coming in with, uh, and, and they planning to. They reckon it. they'll it's, win it in 2016. Back, back that's a whole year away. A lot
1: can happen, but but yeah, they're planning to be here next year. Well, we look
0: forward to them fighting another day. Gareth, Gareth Jones, Jones on speed, on speed. At
1: Le, Le, Le Mans
0: Just after 9 o'clock at night, we've already had six hours of this 24-hour race, so a quarter of the way through. Sog and I have made our way up to one of our favourite spots to watch the race as the sun goes down. Uh, In the S's, just the far side of the Dunlop Bridge before the cars head towards Tête Rouge and right onto the straights we brought a photographer who we know and we've met here, surprisingly, someone i work worked with recently. We've brought Greg to this spot to get a picture of the cars coming over the hill at the Dunlop Bridge. He's busy working at that. In the meantime, in terms of track action, at the moment, the leading car is the wrong Toyota, you might say. At the moment, Kazuki Nekajima's driving it, the number 7 Toyota, they're leading. And about 30 or more seconds behind is the number 2 Audi, Marcel Fasler, André Lotra and Benoit Trullier. And in third place at the moment the wrong Porsche in my opinion Zog wouldn't agree Timo Bernhard Mark Webber and Brendan Hartley's number 20 Porsche 919 is hanging on to third place there was a bit of bad weather earlier on—a uh, real downpour, very, very intense—which caused, as always, havoc on the circuit. At one point, Karen Chanduk's Murphy prototypes LMP2 went off, and as I look at the screen now, is that an LMP1 that's gone off? I can't see, unfortunately. I can't. The screen is the other side of the circuit. That's the Rebellion, that that meow, that was the Red Rebellion, which is probably the most beautiful sounding car here. It sounds a lot brighter than the Toyotas, because they're perhaps dulled by the hybrid technology on board, whereas the Rebellions are just a good old-fashioned high-revving V8. But there's a sense of tension suddenly, it's gone very quiet, the commentary sounds a little... Unnerved. I'm trying to see where that is. Can you see where that is, or? I think it's at Arnage.
1: Is it one of the Porsches? It is. It's the number 20. See, it will be. Brendan Hartley. It's currently in third place. Yeah. If you can't get it going, it's going to be in third place for much longer, though. Uh-oh.
0: Yeah. It's a cruel race, Lamon. Yeah. I've said it already, and it's been cruel again, isn't it? Uh, it's, I, I had had headphones on.
1: I I didn't hear any of that. Uh, (laughs) This
0: is Le Mans being cruel again, isn't
1: it? Yeah. Having had the 20 car briefly leading the race. Well, no, more than briefly, but leading the race for a spell. And fighting it out with uh, seven Toyota. It seems like they've dropped back. And this doesn't look very good. Although... I know what Zog's
0: actually saying, it doesn't look very good for that car, but the position that we're sitting in at the moment, let me describe it for you. The Dunlop Bridge to my right, the cars you'll hear in stereo approaching from the right with their lights on, the GT cars have yellow lights, the LMPs have white lights, they come screaming round, first go left, then right, then left again. The beauty of this spot is you can see the cars for, I don't know, 15 seconds or something as they bang through the gears and prepare for the right turn onto Tête Rouge. This is the place to watch the sun go down and that's what's going on at the moment. Here's some audio of just the cars as they come through the S's just before the final right-hander before Tatrouge. Uh, well we had a dog ringo so, on the year. Um if we can finish uh so that's getting we all we all know how special it is just to finish, so let's just finish and uh, go from there. low cars there, the first one was the Corvette, the second one was the Aston, followed by a Ferrari singing away here's a Porsche followed by another Porsche banging away 26 LMP2 there are many things that pull me back to Le Mans, the heroic nature of the race itself that sense of camaraderie that you get with everyone else watching the race but above anything the one thing that pulls me back here every year, is the sound of the cars, different engines, different categories, and different approaches to building a car that could race pretty much flat out for 24 hours. So I make no apology for setting the mics on my Gareth Jones on speed recorder to a wide field, 120 degrees, and recording this glorious noise for you to enjoy. That last batch of three, the first and the third, were the Porsches. The uh, 919s, I mean the LMP1s. The others we heard before were all GTEs. Okay, one last car. du monde 2014. Gareth Jones <smart noise> probably recognize from the sound of the cars where we are at the moment listen to the reverb we're on the start finish straight directly opposite the uh, Audi pit box which is where we often are for the race but not this year we're actually on the terraces With a great deal of French fans, there are still an awful lot of people staying up to watch the activity. The time now is five minutes to midnight. We're uh, a few minutes away from
1: nine hours of racing. It's tense, Zon, isn't it? It is, but you're also aware that there's an awful lot of the race still to run. Yeah. You know, we're not halfway through yet. And Toyota is still looking good out front, but... A lot can change. Yeah, we've already seen how our Toyota,
0: if you like, lost nine laps in an incident earlier on, and that's effectively put them out of the race at the moment in terms of win, unless all the three lead cars then come together in some dreadful incident in the middle of the night, which could
1: happen. A lot can happen in 14 hours. It's a very long race.
0: Yeah. And it sounds... Lovely. So for the moment I'm gonna say good night from Zog good night and it's good night from me and I think we'll just sit here and listen to these cars for a few minutes before we hit the sack ourselves. Enjoy this. Our coverage of the 2014 Le Mans 24 Hours continues in 48 hours with the release of Gareth Jones on Speed episode 227. Catch it for the thrilling conclusion to this race. To send us an email